Yesterday, obviously, you heard the Chief Minister, Michael Gunner. Um, give us a bit more detail, I think you'd have to say, about these London Darwin direct flights and how they're going to roll out and the requirements when it comes to quarantine. Now, it doesn't sound as though it's going to be as easy as many of you might have thought. You are still going to require uh, quarantine at Howard Springs for 14 days at this stage. But joining me on the line to talk more about this from an operational perspective is the acting CEO of the Darwin International Airport, Tom Ganley. Good morning to you, Tom. Good morning, Katie. How are you? Very well. Good to uh, good to have you on the show. Tom, first up, can I just clear up, because I know there was a bit of confusion yesterday about whether there is actually a flight back from London direct to Darwin, or do you need to go via Melbourne or Sydney? Um, the flight does uh, return uh, to Darwin and to Sydney, so it will just depend on the quarantine um, restrictions at the time yep. as to where the passengers uh, get off here or go on to Sydney. So, uh, yeah, I think the Chief Minister spoke yesterday, uh, as, as you've just alluded to, just on the quarantine requirements um, in respect of the Northern Territory. So yep. there will be quarantine uh, required indeed uh, at, at whatever port uh, the uh, the customers get off. Yeah. Now, Tom, um, at this stage, what's the airport got to do in terms of gearing up for these flights? Is there many changes that need to take place or anything out there at the airport we're uh, we're very lucky we've uh, we've prepared uh, uh, you know we've, we've undertaken uh, repatriation flights since uh, August uh, and uh, you know uh, we've got uh, international domestic terminal here existing so there is already that physical separation between the flights what we do have to do is gear up because this is an exciting announcement it means uh, you know jobs there's customs officers there's fueling there's ground handlers required so that's what we are required to do is to uh, to bring people on board the flight is coming in in the evening so that means we can keep the terminal opening open in the evening. So we are working very closely with Health and Qantas and the other agencies that are required to make this flight the absolute success it's going to be. Yeah, and I think that that's what we're all hoping as well, that if it is, that, you know, it can continue on post-April. Absolutely, and uh, a lot of work goes into getting new flights into Darwin and, uh, you know, it, it is great to have that connection and, you know, we are geographically very well placed in the world indeed. We've been doing these flights to, to London since 1935, so it's been long recognised just what a great connection point Darwin is and uh, bringing um, that critical mass up from Sydney and indeed Melbourne on the 18th of December will really contribute to the success of these flights. Now, um, do we know, Tom... It- like if um, how many days a week at this point in time these flights are going to operate and and how many there will be a week? So uh, it's going to operate five days per week. Wednesday and Sundays at this stage will not have flights. But uh, again, if there are a, a solid loading, so, you know, there's every opportunity for further flights to be uh, to be instated. Uh, and uh, the flight leaves here at 22.55 or 10.55 in the evening yep. and uh, gets into uh, to London, uh, you know, sort of just after daybreak, uh, just in time for breakfast, about 6.30 in the morning. Now, it's a 17-hour flight or so. There you go. Well, that's good that obviously you're arriving there for brekkie as well, able to get into it. Now, um, operationally, like in terms of there'd, there'd sort of been um, discussion about a bubble at the airport, but I'm assuming that that's sort of um, similar to what you've already got operating at the moment with those repat flights? 
Yes, so uh, the, the passengers will not be mixing with other passengers uh, in the terminal. The international operation, for anyone that remembers the good old days of going to Bali, it is a separate part of the terminal. So uh, the international passengers will be in the international part of the terminal and uh, and there's that physical separation. Indeed, all of the passengers will be required to have double vaccination and a PCR test, yep. as indeed anyone from Darwin joining the flight will be. Uh, also, you'll, you'll, you'll notice that Darwin is the only place in, in uh, or the Darwin Terminal is the only place where you have to wear masks as well. So our staff are vaccinated and uh, and uh, all wearing masks as well. And indeed, anyone in the terminal is wearing a mask. And Tom, you mentioned before that you, you're going to need to ramp up, you know, in terms of the staffing and the operating hours at the airport as well, I'm guessing, uh, with, you know, with some of the, the cafes and things like that that are operating there. Do you anticipate, like, is the airport going to need to employ additional staff at this point? Well, what it really does is reinforce job security. Uh, this time last year, we were in a world of pain. So we had to reduce our workforce hours uh, to 80%. And indeed, you know, we shut the terminal at night and our Alice Springs operation was shut for two days. So what this provides is critical mass and it enables us to do other things. It enables us to invest in the Northern Territory and the airports. You'll see a lot of road work happening around the airport. We're also replacing our aero bridges. So having more flights, indeed opening up the international capacity mm. enables just uh, critical functions to happen at the airport. Tom, how is the passenger capacity going at the moment? I know it's sort of ebbed and flowed, I suppose, at different times based on those hotspots and and uh, Victoria and, and indeed New South Wales at the moment, still a concern. Uh, but how are those uh, numbers looking? So certainly uh, this Compared to last August, we're doing much, much better. But when we compare ourselves to uh, 2019, sort of pre-COVID, uh, you know, our passenger numbers are about 45% of what they were. So we still are at uh, half passenger numbers. Mm-hmm. And of that, uh, essentially at the moment, our international passenger numbers are zero. So with uh, these repat- with these uh, commercial flights to London, we are really reinstating international traffic and reconnecting Darwin to the world. Well, Darwin International Airport Acting CEO Tom Ganley, lovely to speak to you this morning. I really appreciate your time. Thanks very much, Kate.